Ask the Lord to continue to bless uh, the service. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lord Jesus, we come before you, Father. We're so grateful for uh, this place that you give us to worship, Lord. We ask that um, you bless these tithes and these offerings that are picked up, Lord. Continue to bless this ministry and the families that are here, Lord. Bless in our lives, giving us wisdom over everything, Father, that we can uh, just come and trust in you, Lord, in your word, in your faithfulness, Lord. Uh, Lord, we ask that uh, this word that has been prepared, Lord, that we clear everything off of our plate, Lord, to be able to dine with you and receive from you, Jesus. Uh, we ask, Lord, that um, we uh, put away any thoughts that could keep us from what you have for us tonight, Lord. We ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. God bless everyone. God bless the band this evening and, um, and also the classes. Amen. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. God is good, amen. You could say that until he comes or we're with him. <clears throat> the title of uh, tonight's message is uh, ¿Cómo puedo solicitar esto? El título de este mensaje, hermano, es ¿Cómo puedo solicitar, solicitar esto? How do I fix this? Uh, is the title for, th for this uh, evening. Um, and we can add anything at the end of that. It doesn't need to be anything specific that we need to talk about. It's just how we approach things and how we look at things within our lives or within anything that is. God has given us wisdom. God has given us wisdom to overcome things. God has given us wisdom to uh, take on things. How many of us believe that God has given us wisdom? Some of us choose maybe not to seek that wisdom out, or some of us choose to be captive to uh, certain things that um, cause us to distance ourselves from God. Um, we call it just uh, the generational struggles or generational things that we cannot free ourselves from, but God has given us wisdom. Uh, I find myself sometimes, um, you know, by myself thinking of things and, 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 and things just come to me that are, are, are critical things in my life, and God simplifies them because uh, God will do that. God will give us wisdom on how to deal with things. Hermanos, es importante pensar que tenemos un servimos un Dios que los da sabiduría en cosas que estamos pasando, cosas que creemos que son complicadas. Para el Señor nada es complicado. Él es grande, Él es uh, Dios, amén. Él ha creado todo. Y podemos uh, uh, humillarnos a Él y comenzar a pensar en cosas como uh, facturar cosas como uh, cosas que creemos que son complicados para Dios nada es complicado para todo todo es posible con Dios amén uh, and I wrote down this just this statement right here the problem must be identified not understood I want you to just um, disagree with me there for a little bit as you heard that it sounds like something you would disagree with, but listen to this. The problem must be identified, not understood. That part comes from the Lord. Amen. You see, the problem is a lot of the times with us is that we're trying to understand problems and we're not identifying them. So we get so lost in trying to understand them where the Lord's going to open up our eyes to that. You know, a lot of the times just look at things that you've struggled with, things that you're going through and how you're trying to understand them. Instead of really identifying them, trying to understand things and, 
And it think they're so scattered that we really can't pinpoint what it is. And God can give us that enlightenment into that. God can show us what these problems are that we must address. Muchas veces, hermanos, uh, estamos uh, uh, queriendo entender la problema y no uh, conocer la problema. Para que Dios, uh, para Dios es el entendimiento de la problema. Si nosotros creemos que vamos a entenderlo, muchas veces son cosas dentro de nosotros, dentro de nosotras, nosotros que son profundos. Cosas que no sabemos porque es la problema que está en nuestras vidas. You know, brothers and sisters, sometimes we're trying to understand things, problems, and these problems are too deep for us. These problems are, are made to be understood without the Lord. That's what we must understand, first of all. Again, we start to uh, um, think that these things that are deep within us, we're going to figure them out when we must realize that the problem is this. Like, you know, if I have, if it's my attitude, identify that you have an attitude problem. Then to try to understand that attitude, that Lord will show you, well, you have this attitude because of these things. These things have come into your life, these things you have seen, these things you were experienced, these things you were taught. Oh, okay, now I understand my attitude. But when we're trying to understand all these things and not identify the main problem, then we continue to repeat a vicious cycle. Do we understand that a little bit? Does that make sense a little bit? Amen. Okay, I just wrote it down. It's not, you know, sometimes I'm thinking of a couple of things. I also wrote down this one right here. Uh, beware of who is at your table. Ten cuidado. ¿Quién está en tu mesa? I wrote that one down too. I was thinking about that today and I just wrote it down. Positivity inspires hope. Negativity vexes your faith. Cuando estás con gente que son positivos, va a inspirar tu esperanza. Cuando estás con alguien que es negativo, va a... Starve, brother. Va, ¿cómo se dice, brother? El starve, remember? No, that, no teniendo comer. Pero es, vex es diferente. Vex is a, a different word, though. Vas a... Um, yeah, pero ¿cómo lo dices en español? Si vas, si vas, vas a matar tu fe. Vamos a más decir eso. Si estás con alguien negativo, despacito se va a morir tu fe. Porque uh, algo positivo, si estás con personas que son positivos, uh, vas a, va a inspirar tu esperanza en las cosas de Dios espe eh, especialmente. You know, when we start thinking about um, who's at your table, that's, that's key, that's key. You know, sometimes we, we, our heart, our heart, just our heart that deceives us so quickly, our heart inspires us to invite everybody to our table, right? Oh, man. Heart, can I have everybody at my table? It's because my heart, God asked for everybody. No, at the end of the day, you must be aware of who's at your table. Be aware of it for your family, be aware of it always. Discern these things. Muchas veces nuestro corazón nos engaña a nosotros, creyendo que todos deben estar en mi mesa, el mesa que el Señor ha preparado para mí. Todos. 
No, no, ten cuidado porque estas cosas que estamos hablando, cosas negativas, cosas que están alrededor de ti, te van a afectar. Te va a afectar tu espíritu, amén. And I also wrote down this last one right here. Big or small, big or small, your line of sight to God must not be blocked. Just think about that for a second. Uh, grande or pequeño, la línea de tu visión con el Señor no debe ser, ¿cómo se dice? Escurido, or how do you say blocked? ¿Cómo? Bloqueada? Bloqueada, bro? ¿Sí? No debe estar bloqueada. Grande o chiquito. Let's think about that for a second as you put things in your life into perspective. Doesn't matter what it is, you cannot lose your line of sight to God. Doesn't matter what it is, brothers and sisters. Doesn't matter what it is. You can think it's something good. If you're losing, if it's if it's making you lose your sight to God, then it's not good. Think it's something that makes you happy. This has to be. If it takes you away, even the smallest things can become idols that pull us away from the Lord and distance ourselves. Always be confident in in that everything's from the Lord. Everything good's from the Lord. We know that. So he receives all the honor and glory. Amen? 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 Praise the Lord. We're going to turn to Jeremiah 32, 27. Vamos a voltar a Jeremías 32, 27, hermanos. Me gusta ese versículo, hermanos, porque declara quién es el Señor. I like this verse because it declares who the Lord is. Amen? It declares it. Look at it. It's very simple right here. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of what? Is there anything too hard for me? When you say it's a declaration, it's a declaration right there, isn't it? Si decimos que está declarando algo, lo está declarando aquí. He aquí que yo soy Jehová, Dios de toda carne. Descubríceráme a mí alguna cosa. Encubrí. Hacerme a mí algo, alguna cosa? No. Nothing's impossible for our God. But yet in our minds, again, because we can't see him, we don't know if he's there, things become impossible. Muchas veces, hermanos, porque no lo podemos ver, no podemos mirar, cosas se parecen imposibles. Pero la confianza siempre debe ser que nada es imposible para, para mi Dios. Nothing's impossible for my God. Nothing is impossible for my God. If I truly believe in my God and I, and I give him that authority that nothing is impossible, nothing's impossible. There are impossible things for me. But for him, nothing's impossible. There are some things that won't go in accordance with what I wanted. But it still didn't mean it was an impossible for him. Something might happen that I asked him not to do, and it might still happen. It didn't mean it was impossible for him. It meant that it was in his will. You understand that? You understand that? The beautiful you know, uh, passages that we've read in the Bible, the Lazarus coming out of the tomb, it wasn't impossible for a dead to arise again. The blind seeing again. It wasn't possible for the blind to see again. But for those chances that they don't happen, doesn't mean that it still wasn't impossible. 
Muchas veces no podemos entender lo que es imposible, hermanos, porque algo pasa que estamos orando y, y estamos, lo estamos pidiendo al Señor y comenzamos a pensar que cosas son imposibles porque no pasan. No, no pasó, no, 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 no sanó no, lo que pide el Señor. So, com, comenzamos humano, humanamente hablando, creer que es imposible. Pero debemos entender que nada es imposible para mi Dios. Todo puede ser Él. La cosa es, es su voluntad. The question is, is it His will? Because that's the thing that brings peace to you, is saying, okay, God, let it be your will, Father. Not my will, my desire, you know my desire, you know what I need, God. Let it be your will, Father, because you know best. I don't understand what's going on. I'm asking for something that I could be asking for something that it, it, I don't understand the other side of that ask. Please liberate this family member from what they're going through. Or that family, man, that family member might be just ready for God to take them. Has had that communication with God. God, I'm ready. I'm ready, God. These are things that are, are critical. That bring us peace in our lives and say, okay, God, I don't understand awful things. You know my heart, but let your will be done. Because when your will's done, God, it's perfect. When your will's done, God, it is perfect. Amen. Amen. First, uh, First Corinthians 15:33. I like this uh, verse right here. Primera de Corintios 15:33. No diréis las malas conversaciones corrupen las buenas costumbres. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. The most important thing we can teach our kids is that what they're around, even though they think that they are strong enough to withstand it, that they will corrupt you. Amen. I, 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 I would just compare it to a very simple analogy. If I was working in the mud and I was getting myself all muddy, my clothes were all dirty, And I had an opportunity and I could shower and change to go out to dinner and I decided just to go out in just full mud. Not even cleaned at all. That would seem odd to you, right? When I had an opportunity to clean myself. I had time to change. But there's times that we're around things that we contaminate ourselves, our dress, and the Lord with his word, will purify us, will change us. And instead of allowing the word to purify us and change us, we just go to dinner filthy. And there's things that we all have that we must be purified and cleansed from for the Lord, all of us. This works for everyone, like I said, but more than anything, conversations that could be corrupt. What a beautiful thing, testimony here in Brother Renee talk about Walter identifying that in a public area. Showing some courage for that. Instill that, instill that in them always that they can understand there's going to be times that the world's going to be the world. But always purify your mind and keep your mind on the things of the Lord. La corrupción, hermanos, está alrededor de nosotros en todo. Estamos en la tienda, estamos 
restaurante estamos, uh, podemos oír corrupción. Pero la cosa es locura si creemos que, que no está dentro de nosotros, si no lo estamos purificando, limpiando con la palabra de Dios. La palabra de Dios lo va a limpiar a, a nuestro interno, interno, inside. ¿Dice bien? Nuestro mental, para que no aprendemos algo nuevo, algo malo. Es importante, hermanos. Que siempre lo estamos pidiendo, Señor, perdóname, Señor. Yo sé que hay cosas que toqué, que hay cosas que oí, que, que vi. Y eso no se, se pone normal en nuestras vidas. We cannot allow these things to become normal in our lives, these conversations, these corrupt conversations, these corrupt things that we see, amen? We can't allow them to become normal. We got to always strive to get closer and closer to, the, to God, amen? So I wrote this a little bit about character. Character is very, a very important trait that God has given us. El carácter, hermanos, es bien importante, algo que Dios no ha dado a nosotros. Uh, and, and these are just some statements here. When you choose to surround yourself with the wrong company, people who are not good for you nor beneficial to your destiny, they can corrupt your character, your personality, which is shown in the way you behave, feel, and think. Do you know that you can be influenced? Dice aquí, hermanos, que el carácter, cuando escoges a, a estar alrededor de personas que no es buena compañía, a la gente que no es bueno para ti, no, no, no te da, uh, how to say, benefit you. No, no hay beneficio para tu propósito, lo que tiene Dios para ti. Te pueden corruptir a tu carácter, tu personalidad. Personality, how do you say personality? Personalidad. Uh, que es enseñado como, como te portas, como, siente, como sientes y como piensas. Todo esto es en, en, en el compañía que estás. Y por eso digo, hermanos, que es bien importante que muchas veces nuestro corazón nos engaña mucho que aceptamos cosas que no debemos aceptar. Ah, es que es, es que es, es que es esto, es que es esta persona, que es. No, no necesitas aceptar eso. Si la persona te ama a ti, si es buen amigo, va a cambiar para ti. Vamos a, vamos a, hay personas que no le gustan a, a mi hermano y yo a, a estar con nosotros cuando estamos a, en viajes, porque ellos lo gustan tomar, ellos lo gustan hablar como hablan, tienen una comida con nosotros y se van. Porque no tenemos, no estamos en las en la mismas cosas que están ellos. Pero hay un respeto que, que ellos van a ir a hacer lo que van a hacer ellos. You know, there's times, brothers and sisters, that you must draw a line. You must, people must understand who, what your character is. And identify that character. And it takes time in showing that. And it takes also you speaking up, having the Walter moment at times. And it's also you planting seeds. I hear somebody that's really negative. I try to plant positive things in their lives by saying stuff. You know, God can, God can give you wisdom in moments like that. Amen. This is what we, what we must ask from him. You know, if you want wisdom, demand it from God. And he'll give it to you freely. Amen. We know that. 
Muchas veces, hermano, no estamos, no estamos uh, 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 pidiendo al Señor la sabiduría. Y no lo estamos pidiendo cada día, diciendo, Señor, necesito sabiduría porque necesito entender cómo actuar o cómo responder en momentos que te fallo. Y no nomás ser uh, uh, dormido en, en momentos, necesito despertar en momentos que, que me das. Need to awake and not just be asleep in moments. Be awake. Does this church need to arise in things that we need to rise up in some things? We do. While we have opportunity, while we have life, while we have the chance to do these things. Estamos hacer estas cosas, hermano, cuando tenemos chance, cuando tenemos oportunidad ahorita para hacer estas cosas. Los días son, son contados como hablamos el domingo. Ahora es la oportunidad, amen. Right now is the opportunity. Proverbs 13:20. Proverbios 13:20, hermanos. El que anda con los sabios, sabios será, mas el que se alega a los necios será quebrantado. He that, he that walketh with the wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Again, if you're the smartest person in your group, get a new group. <laughs> I heard that. I heard somebody say that one time. It's actually a good point, though. Think about it for a second. If you want to be inspired, if you want to, you know, grow, if you want to, then you do that. If not, if you want to just be the leader of the pack and just be, you know, the bossy one and do all that stuff, then do what you're going to do. But also, the, the word of God's pretty, pretty basic in what it says here. Everybody's thinking if I hang out with you, aren't you? I don't hang out with that many people. I'm a loner. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. We must choose our company. Debemos escoger nuestra compañía siempre, hermanos. Eso es importante, hermanos. Muchas veces no estamos haciendo eso y, y por eso fallamos en cosas. Proverbs 22, 24. Make no friendship with an angry man. And with the furious man that shall not go. Verse 25. Lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. Again, we must identify these things that are around us problems. We must identify problems and, and see some of the problems that we had if they were, if we caught them through situations, if we caught them who was at our table, if we caught them through experiences. Again, if you're a better person, don't try to understand why you're better. Just identify that you're a better person. Yeah, I said if you're a better person, some of us haven't identified that we're better people. We're trying to understand all these, I don't know why I feel this, this, and then. It's because you're a better person. Now let God heal that. God, heal that. God, make me understand why I'm bitter. Make me understand why sometimes I'm just... You know, like I've told you before, sometimes we don't see the, the see ourselves in the mirror, but God can reveal us in that mirror in moments like this in, in the word. As the word comes, we see something. If you saw that, and I have a problem with that, that's, that's, that's who I am, then take that with you, and God will make you understand that, understand why. Why? You can't understand the why before it's not identified what the reason is. Uh, it's, what's going on here? What's going on here? Again. 
I wrote this too, brothers and sisters. Your company, bad company, and your life can also affect your belief in God, which in turn can affect your attitude, how you perceive yourself, others, and the world in general, because attitude is a product of belief. Do we understand that, that attitude is a product of belief? Right now, how your attitude is, how it is, is because of how you're thinking on things. Nuestra actitud, hermanos, es un, uh, un producto de nuestra creencia. Como estás creyendo ahorita, es parte de tu actitud. Es, es algo que Dios puede alumbrar o puede enseñarte más. ¿Por, por, por qué? Es, uh, muchas veces si estás... Uh, era un, hay un tiempo el año pasado donde estábamos escuchando las noticias mucho que de que muchos de nosotros los, los pusimos malos, ¿no? Estaban enojados, estaban uh, temorosos. ¿Por, ¿Por qué? Porque estábamos creyendo lo que estábamos oyendo. Estábamos oyendo mucho de cosas. Y oí de personas, ya, ya, ya paré de escuchar cosas, de ver cosas, porque me estaba voltando loco. Es cierto, porque era parte de actitud de cómo estábamos respondiendo, creyendo y eso. Y no está bueno eso. Eso no, nuestra creencia debe siempre ser que Dios es el mismo que. ¿Cómo? ¿Lo puedes decir más? Amen. I asked for it in Spanish, but you can say it in English too, Brother James did. Thank you. Sister Elda said it in Spanish though too. You guys helped me out there. He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. So that's, that's the reality to it. It doesn't matter what you're seeing on the news. And it's like, oh, there's a new thing. Oh, UFOs. God's oh. still God. Amen. Nothing changed on that. So that's the confidence that we stand on as believers. That's the confidence that we pass on to our children as believers. That moment that that gets rocked, then watch out. That moment that that moves and there's a little bit of hesitation, watch out. Because that's what the enemy's wanting. And that's where... People will believe things that are going to be being said when the word of God will declare, declares what, what's to come. Help us, God, to understand these things. Amen. Psalms 26, 4. Salmos 26, 4, hermanos. No me he sentado con hombres de falsedad, ni entré con los que andan encubiertamente. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in the dis, uh, dissemblers. Again, brothers and sisters, when we can figure out, when we can identify um, these things, then we have the upper hand. Cuando podemos nosotros, hermanos, entender el, how do you say environment? El, el, espacio, el espacio que estamos, hermanos. Donde estamos. Que, si, es una, si estamos sentados en una mesa, eso, eso es nuestro espacio. Si podemos identificar lo que, lo que está ahí, si, es un, si son espíritus, hermanos. ¿Qué cosa? ¿Qué trabajo? Muchos de nosotros no queremos trabajar en eso. Nomás queremos comer. <risa> ¿Por qué me miran a mí? 
Pero no, no, aquí no estoy yo para comer. Aquí estoy porque, para sentirme bien. No quiero oír esto, Gabriel, porque yo creo que Dios cubra todo. Pero Dios te está avisando ahorita en estas cosas. No podemos ser flojos en estas cosas, hermano. You know, many of us don't want to hear this stuff. It's too much work, Gabriel. I think God covers everything. He protects me from everything, but God's warning us of these things. The church doesn't want to hear these things anymore. The church wants to accept everything these days now. And this becomes the fall of the church in believing everything instead of the word of God. You must understand these things. Again, not, not everything that shines is of God. Because the sound is sweet and good to the ear doesn't mean it's from God. Some of us are, are, are um, giving credit to saying that's from God. It's, look at the fruits. By their what? Come on. That's, God gives you wisdom in that. I mean, don't, don't come on. Oh, no, no, no. Look at this. And then later on, you see another post that they did, and they're cursing or they're saying something else. Don't get all excited, brother and sister, from a, a statement that's said from somebody and saying, oh, Because you might be disappointed. Again, God, give me wisdom. Amen. Give me the ability to discern God. Because God will give it to you. Amen. Oh, man, God will give it to you. If you ask for it, God will give it to you. Amen. The thing is, are you asking for it? Because that's what's going to fix it. I don't know why I'm, I'm feeling like this. I don't know why I'm going through this. I don't know why I've, you know, these things are happening. Identify it. Identify it. It's my attitude, okay? You've identified it. You've got an attitude problem. Now let God make you understand why. Whatever it is, depression, you name it. Name, name something that's out there. Identify it. And God will bring understanding to it. The problem is that sometimes we'll identify the things that God doesn't want to get to yet. He wants to get to the thing. And you don't want to bring that thing out because you know it's going to hurt. That's going to hurt to rip that one out, God. I better just keep that one. Like I've told you before, sometimes we'll invite God into our house, but we just won't let him to go, go into the room. Come on in, God. Look at all this place right here. How about that room over there? No, 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 no. Check this out. Look at this. Is, let me show you over here. Let me show you these other rooms over here. Come right in. on that. How about that closet over there? No, no. You don't want to go see that. There's nothing there. Oh, no, I do want to go there because that's where it's at. The confidence we have where, you know, it was weird. We used to, you know, I used to rent an apartment, and for those that have rented before an apartment, and it was weird that, you know, you sign the thing at the beginning, and, and when you sign this thing, they say, hey, we can go into your apartment anytime. You won't even know. And, and I used to always think about that, right? Somebody's going through my chones. It's weird, right, when you think about that stuff. But you had to because it was the landlord or whatever it was, right? You can, well, I got any rights? Probably had rights and I just didn't even know. They, they, you see now where they'll put cameras up and they'll show people going in there and looking in the refrigerator, grabbing some stuff, eating there while they're looking around. It's crazy stuff. There's a time, though, you're going to do anything, though. 
they have that technology to be able to do this stuff, but you just had to do it. But it's funny though, you know, God knocks on the door and it says, I'll, you know, those who let me in and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like we let them in with restrictions. Come on in, God, let me, and we talk it up. We're like the, the lady by the well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, you know, I hear the prophets coming back to the mountain and all that. Try and distract them with all these things. Like we're keeping them in the living room. Keep them in the living room. Don't let them get to the closet. I got the little box in there. Keep them there. Keep on talking. Keep on talking about things that he doesn't really need to hear. What does God need to hear about what prophet said and all this stuff? He's the, he didn't realize who she was dealing with here. Sometimes we miss the thing. We miss the thing that only God can give us, and that's the understanding to the thing. Help us, God, give us that understanding. Amen. Yes. Proverbs 19, 20. Reyes 19, 20. Muchas veces, hermanos, el Señor está en nuestra casa, en nuestra puerta, y lo dejamos entrar, pero no lo dejamos que descubre todo en nuestra casa. Algo más lo tenemos en la sala. No queremos que entre en los cuartos. O en un cuarto. ¿Por qué? Porque está escondido ahí lo que él necesita componer. Ah, quédate en la sala. Es triste, hermanos, porque el, el Señor ya sabe lo que está en nuestra casa. Está nomás buscando la oportunidad, un corazón contrito y listo para cambiar. That's all the Lord needs right there is a contrite heart. That's one thing he can't resist. It's a heart that's willing to change, willing to be, to be worked on. Can you imagine that? Just get it to him. Just say, God, I need it. God, I need it. You know, the thing is, are we doing that? Are we, are, are we claiming that to God or is it it's too difficult that we haven't? It's too difficult because he's told us what to do sometimes too. How crazy is that, right? When God gives you the prescription, gives you the therapy, and you're like, I don't know if I can do that. I know you're telling me to trust in you, but I still want to be jealous. I know you're telling me these things, but I still want. Then you just hit the repeat cycle on the washing machine. Because here we go again. Until you declare it and emphasize it and let God make you understand it, what it's going to take. Proverbs 19.20 Escucha el consejo y recibe la corrección para que sea sabio en tu vejez. Hear the counsel and receive the instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy later end. Amen. Una pregunta, hermanos. ¿Cuánto de nosotros? Esto es difícil. No queremos pregunta. No, que, no queremos consejo. Tenemos mucho orgullo. Ah, que si yo pregunto, van a saber. How many of us have too much pride to ask for advice and things that can affect your life? Oh, I don't want to say that. I don't want, I don't want pastor to know that that's still a problem I got. It's the problem I had 18 years ago. It's going to kill you. It's going to kill you. Again, brothers and sisters, there's, you know, the Lord gives us outlets 
His word's primary. Sometimes we can't get to his word, though, because there's so much blockage. Again, we can't see him. We can't see him. He's giving us the advice in the storm. He's telling us, come on out. No, I don't want to come out. I can't see you. I see the chaos. That moment we see him and that peace comes and takes over us. Don't look anywhere else. Just keep your eyes on him. Say, okay, God, I see you. I'm not looking anywhere else but to you until I get to you. How beautiful that moment is when we get to God. And he embraces us and opens up our eyes and heals us. How many of us need healing, brothers and sisters? ¿Cuántos nosotros, hermanos, necesitamos estar sanados de cosas en nuestras vidas, hermanos? El pecado más que todo, hermanos. El pecado más que todo. Sin more than anything. All our body is wasting, brothers and sisters. Every single day, I hate to break it to you. I know this becomes sad, and it's like, this is, this is, you know, is this a funeral right now going on right now? Yeah, all your, your body's just wasting. Every day, it's wasting. It's closer to the grave. But man, your spirit, feed it. Because that's what's going to get you to the next promised place. Romans 16, 17. Romanos 16, 17, hermanos. Y os ruego, hermanos, que miréis los que causan descensiones y escándalos contra la, contra la doctrina que vosotros habéis aprendido y apartaos de ellos. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned and avoid them. Nobody wants to get on that list, but you can get off that list very easy. Just repent. No, nobody wants to be seen as somebody that causes division. But what is division in the doctrine? It's not hearing the word of God clearly. It's not applying the word of God clearly into your life. I've told you before, brothers and sisters, there's, there's been times that, that you know, the, the word of God wasn't something that was accepted or, or believed on, that as people left the church, the day after they left, they went right back into the, because it was never accepted in them. It was never believed in them. It was never wanted to be understood by them. See, the church is, is a place that uh, reads the doctrine and, and, and educates in, in, in the word, but it's also up to us to take what we've picked up here and, and add to it and study it. Or we'd be here all day just reading the Bible and going through it if you guys wanted that to be. No, 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 God inspires you and you read on and you're... Wow, that was it. That's it. That's, man, that's how I remember when God would touch my heart. And I said, I got to, man, the book of Acts is crazy. We can't get lazy. We can't think we got it all figured out. El momento, hermanos, que creemos que lo tenemos todo figurado, es el momento que entra el enemigo. Está en tu mesa. ¿Por qué? Porque creemos que todo está bien, todo va bien, está, es, y, y está yendo bien mal. 
¿Por qué? Porque tenemos mucha confianza en nosotros mismos. No entendemos que necesitamos al Señor en nuestra vida. We've got to come to an agreement. We've got to come to an understanding that we need God in our lives. God's got to be primary. God cannot be secondary. You cannot put God secondary to things that you are. If you do that, then it's just, I don't, I don't know what we're, or how do we expect something different when that's been the, the level that it's been at. If you keep God second, then things will be second to you. When you put God first, God plans everything out for you and has direction for you. It's beautiful. It's something that you, you, your entire life, you could think, oh, this is what I want. This is, you know, this is what I need and stuff like that. And God's like, you didn't want that. You didn't need that. As soon as I give you what, what you, your heart, you're going to be like, I never knew that. Because that's how God works. That's why if you teach your kids to, 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 you know, dream big for themselves and stuff like that, they might be disappointed if it wasn't God's will. But if you teach them to hear God's voice, Amen. and that peace will come into their lives with whatever God chooses for them, God will start to give them direction. God will start to clear their path. But a lot of the times what we have is, again, we have the, the hearts and the desires that come to man as fathers, as parents. This is what I want for my child. Oh, is it now? Okay. God sits back, sits back a little bit and says, okay, I'm confused. Because at the end of the day, he's mine. You were just leasing him for a little bit until you became old enough. Help me, God, to see these things, to understand these things, to bring peace in these things in my life. Because we look ridiculous. We look ridiculous when we think we're in control, when we're not. At the end of the day, God's in control. I want peace in that. At the end of the day, God's in control. How many of us can believe that and say that? Muchas veces, hermano, tenemos un plan. Y ya te, yo, yo tengo plan por, para mis niños. Ya tengo plan para mis hijos y hijas. Esto es lo, lo que va a hacer. Y no está el Señor en medio de eso. Qué triste, ¿no? Qué locura, ¿no? Que creemos que tenemos un plan... Y el Señor es el que tiene la decisión. Y muchas veces como, como niño, como joven, creemos algo. Ay, esto me traía mucho gozo. No sabemos qué es la voluntad de Dios. Porque si creemos que eso va a traer paz en nuestras vidas, que eso es donde debemos estar plantado, estar buscando. That's what we must find, brothers and sisters. It's not what makes us happy. Oh, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. There's a lot of things that give you temporary happiness. There's a lot of stuff that gives you temporary happiness. I used to like how Pastor used to say, you think a car is going to make you happy until the end of the month when you have to pay for it. it was, I was happy for 30 days. Greatest relationship we should always have to a primary relationship is with God. If you're expecting to, to, to find satisfaction and happiness through another person, then you'll be disappointed. Amen. Sorry, I'm sure I've disappointed my wife a lot. But when God becomes a determining factor, God puts things, puts patience, puts mercy, puts love. 
those characteristics that are needed in relationships. But until I can see him and understand him and I'm not blocked and, and lost in what I think is needed. Help me, God. Help me, God. Help me, God. I want to see these things, God. I want to see these things, God. James 3.17. Santiago 3.17. Mas la sabiduría que es de lo alto, primeramente es pura. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Después pacífica. Then peaceable. Modesta. Gentle. Benigna. Easy to be entreated. Llena de misericordia y de buenos frutos. Full of mercy and good fruits. No juzgadora. No juzgadora. No fingida. No fingida. Without partiality and without hypocrisy. Listen to that, brothers and sisters. Seek ye what? Is the word seek ye what? The kingdom? Well, you guys you guys are in church. You guys can answer this. Yeah. You guys can answer. You're in a safe space. Okay? You're not in a, in a, in a, in a store where they're going to stone you to death. Okay? Yet. Sad thing is those days will come. But you don't have to be afraid here. You're okay here. You can respond. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Why are we seeking it first? Because it's pure, because peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Again, brothers and sisters, there ain't no lives matter if we're seeking the kingdom of God because everything matters that God's created. But again, we get lost with that as soon as our vision goes low. Isaiah says that I looked high and lifted up why because there was a lot of smoke in the ground i couldn't see what was on the ground but i had to see look up and i saw him high and lifted up how many of us want to see him brother and sisters more in our lives we might be looking in the wrong spot we might be looking in front of us when he's above us again we cannot let small things block him from us amen so we identify that it's pure and peaceable. Praise the Lord. We turn to Proverbs 18.15. El corazón del entendido ha de querer, querer, sabiduría, y el oído de los sabios busca la esencia. The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. We're not done. We got to say that. No hemos parado, hermanos, de buscar la sabiduría. Nunca va a parar, hermanos. We never can feel comfortable. Don't ever feel comfortable. Don't ever feel comfortable. Comfortable makes you lackadaisical. Comfortable makes you not want to be vigilant. Always believe that something can be improved. Always believe that you can put your focus on something for God. You can do something different. 
¿Cuántos de nosotros, hermanos, estamos confortables en nuestras vidas que ya no estamos buscando más del Señor? Ya creímos que ya, ya lo tenemos. ¿Qué puedo ser ya yo? Todavía puedes ser algo. Si tienes vida, todavía puedes hacer algo. Y ya no tengo fuerzas. Todavía te estoy oyendo. Hablas mucho. Puedes llamar a alguien, puedes inspirar a alguien, puedes orar por alguien. Oh man, we just, we, we don't give ourselves the benefit of the doubt. We start to doubt our lives instead of really allow God to be creative in our lives. How beautiful when God's creative in your life. Oh, what can I do? What can I fix? Well, first of all, yourself. It's a good place to start. That's probably a place that will keep you busy for a little bit in your life. Just a little bit. Then after that, start letting God work in you, use you. God, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. God's going to use you. God could use you. Man, God wants to use you. God has a plan to use you. Do you understand that, that God wants to use you? It should excite you that God wants to use you. God, God has moments in your life planned to use you. But what happens is we get used by other things. We get distracted by other things. Amen. As the word of God says, these other things want to kill and destroy us, and they do it freely, happily. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. Wake up every day. God wants to use me. Amen. Are we letting him use us? Oh, man, I remember when God gave me that passion that he wanted to use me and how he touched my heart. And I still remember the day. I still remember walking outside on a big old phone. It was those big phones, you know, that it was wireless, but it still was a big phone and had a big antenna that you would pull out. As I'm talking to my dad. I wanted to start working with young people because I saw what the devil did to a young person that I cared about. God wants to use you. Do you want to be used by God? That's the better question. Do you want to be used by God? Because God wants to. Oh God, I ask you, Lord, just to use us. Amen. Mark 10, 46. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind, Bartimaeus, 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 the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more, a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still. Now what's interesting is, it looks like he was crying and asking, you know, for the Lord, And then what made Jesus stand still? 
The son of David. Why would that make Jesus stand still? Because that was Messiah. Because it was written in 2 Samuel. Messiah. And for you to recognize that, and everybody's believing that the Messiah has not come back yet, Jesus stops for a second. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called, and they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. Verse 50. And he, casting away his garments, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? Now listen, brothers and sisters, because there's a time in your life when you're going to get God's attention. Why? Not because only you thought you were in the right place, because that guy was in the right place, and it wasn't just that. It's because you're going to recognize that there's something, you're going to identify that there's something inside of you that's going to inspire you to get his attention. Make him stop. What's powerful about this, it says right here that he says to him, what do you want? Why would Jesus, you think Jesus doesn't get things? You think Jesus wasn't smart? You would think that if this man's coming to him, that the question, what do you want, is in vain, Right? But why is Jesus asking him what he wants? Because there's sometimes it's just obvious in our lives, but we still don't know if that's what we want and we need fixed. It's obvious, but he needed. Can you imagine the body? Well, I just just wanted you to get me a bread. Just give me some bread. I just, I just wanted, you know, just some coins. You got my attention because you recognize who I am. That's what made me stop. Now that I recognize those things, what do you want? You know what you need. The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately, and this, this was interesting too, is like, I mean, I just get, I get lost in the word of God, how it's just, it's perfect, Right? So, man comes up to him. He's still blind. <laughs> Listening, right? And, you know, they say that all your senses go up. They get, you know, magnified that you can see, hear, and not see, you can hear. He's hearing him. He says, okay, what do you want? You know, and he, he could have just stood there for a little bit, right, and said, well, isn't it obvious what I need? No, no, what do you want, though? Because you've got to identify that it's that that you want. There's a lot of people that will, even though they're blind, they're going to ask for something else. Even though they're lame, they're going to ask for something else. 
And, and, and at that time that he's saying, well, Lord, I want to have my sight. The Lord responds back as the man's still blind. And he says, okay. And that moment had to interact with the man to believe it. And that's what causes the miracle. Now, brothers and sisters, you don't think that Jesus, just by calling the man, the man would have just been healed and been able to see on his way to see Jesus? No. There's process in this. And it's beautiful. God's process is beautiful. Just take your time to understand it. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith had made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight. When? When he identified that his faith is what did it. How could a blind man recognize the Messiah? Something inside him. Something inside of us must be inspired to call out to him and say, God, I know who you are. You're still the same God that has healed and done miracles in my life and, and people that I know, God, and I, I trust that you're going to do it. La confianza, hermanos, la confianza que debemos tener en nuestro Dios. Eso es lo que va a inspirar al milagro. Esta persona aquí estaba ciego y el Señor le pregunta qué quiere. Yo no creo que el Señor no, no entendía lo que necesitaba, pero quería saber si esta persona no iba a decir algo, algo otro. Muchas veces sabemos lo que necesitamos que el Señor toca o cambia y no lo no estamos pidiendo. We're not asking what we need to ask for. And our conscience and our spirit speaking to us. Are we prepared to ask what we need? Because God's listening. God is listening with attentive ears as he wants to do something in our lives. Why don't we all stand up, brothers and sisters? Ask the group to pass on up. Porque nos paramos, hermanos, y stand up and ask the Lord to hear our needs, our petitions, our desires. What is it? What is it? What is it? Nothing's too big for God. Is it a change? Is it something that, you know, it's like, uh, you, know, I, well, I, you know, how could I have identified it here in this moment? You know, some of us, some of us, it's just like we're not giving that moment a chance. We're not giving that seed a chance to sprout. Some of us don't even understand the question right now. So when Jesus is in front of you and say, what do you need? You might not understand what to ask for. Like I just, you know, and it's something that's so real, so obvious in our lives. It's what vexes your spirit. What is it? We've said it before. We've prayed for it before. But have we really wanted it? Because it comes with work. It comes with sacrifice. Let's ask God for wisdom this evening in this and also for endurance and strength to overcome it amen lord jesus we come before you father we're so grateful we're so grateful lord that your word still speaks to us lord
is still fresh to us, Lord Jesus. As we look to identify things that are critical in our lives, Lord, as we look to understand things that are deep, the depth that's in us, Father, it's you, Father, who's going to get that understanding to us. Help me, Lord, to see the things that I can see that I can identify, Father, and bring understanding to them, Jesus. You can fix anything, Lord. You, can, you have the power to fix anything, Father. And you definitely can fix the things that are spiritual, Jesus. There's no doubt in my mind, Lord, that you have the remedy, Father. You have the remedy, Father, for what is spiritual. The physical, there's no doubt, Father, that you've done great things. The dead have come back to life, Father. The blind have seen. The lame have walked. You're still the same God. But right now, spiritually speaking, Lord Jesus, I'm asking, Father, I'm asking, Lord, for the spiritual discernment to come over us, Lord. Whatever is causing us not to be happy, whatever is causing us, Lord, to still go back to old things, Father, we want to change, Father. We want to honor you in this change, Jesus. Some of us can't understand it's as simple as identifying something today, Lord, that could happen today and change it today because we've asked so many times and that, and that doubt seed has grown into a big oak. I ask, Father, right now that you just remove these obstacles from us, Lord, that we can believe and trust in you, Jesus. Things don't have to be the same. It is you that changes things, Father, for the better. It's never too late, Jesus. Show us that it's never too late. There's eyes all around us, Lord. There's people watching us, Lord. It's never too late, Father, to change something critical. It's never too late. We've got to believe that it's never too late, Jesus. We could be sitting in a tomb right now thinking it was too late, but we hear your voice bringing us out, Father. It's never too late. Father Jesus, I ask, Lord, that you just strengthen us, Lord, and give us understanding to know that this, this race is a race of endurance, Lord, is a race not just to see who can get there the fastest, Lord. Help us to teach our kids, Father, that it's an everyday race. Forgive us, Father, if we've been examples, Lord, that we just make it a daily race, and sometimes the next day we're just not into it. Help us, Father. Encourage us, Father, to hear your voice, to see you, Jesus. We want to see you, Father, above, high and lifted up, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. This word's not easy, Lord. Your word's not easy, Lord. Sometimes it's complicated to understand, but it's the wisdom that you give that brings light to it in our lives. Bring light to it, Jesus. We want to see, Father. We want to understand, Jesus. Oh, Father, I thank you, Lord, for who you are in our lives, Lord. And we ask this all in your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. Let us not leave from here, brothers and sisters, forgetting what God spoke to us. Let us not leave from here 
not thinking that it's something that can have an impact in our lives if we just put effort into it. Let us see the fruits of his word. Amen. Let the group here take us in some worship.